What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Brothers for Adversity. This is Tommy. Um, this is episode 35, which is crazy because I didn't even know if we were going to record two. So for all the loyal BFA uh, listeners that uh, keep us recording, we appreciate it. We love you. Um, so today I want to talk about how to be a successful lumberjack. Three rules to be a successful lumberjack. And um, that's because I know a lot about chopping down trees and stuff. Um, No, I'm just kidding. It's actually because this title and this topic comes because they're kind of just parables for how to have a more successful day. Uh, Just a better day, feel better about yourself, um, get more done, uh, avoid getting burnt out and stuff like that. And the reason I feel like I know something about that is because um, of my experience lately. So I have been not working a bunch because I am about to go on a mission. My mission papers are in. I don't know if you guys knew that. But yeah, my mission papers are in. Um, and they're looking to get more people replacement for me at my job so uh, they hired some new guys and also I hurt my back so I'm hardly working at all I'm just doing school which does not take up enough of my time so I've had all this time to like study and read and plan my future and it's been miserable Um, not that I don't like doing those things I actually do really enjoy planning and thinking and reading, but, um, but my day as a whole has just felt pretty miserable. And, um, I've also felt like I haven't been able to get much done. And even though I'm doing things, it doesn't feel very productive. So, um, so I guess I'll go into the first rule of being a successful lumberjack and this is how to have a successful day I'm just using stories. So Um, the first rule to be a successful lumberjack is to sharpen your axe every single morning. Um, And well, Abraham Lincoln said, if you only have one hour to, if I had one hour to chop down a tree, I would spend the first 45 minutes sharpening my axe. And I think that's just a great principle. It's like, if we're going to do something, if if a lumberjack is going to cut down a tree, He's going to make sure his axe is sharp. Otherwise, it's going to take longer than an hour, right? It's going to take forever. And the longer and longer you go without sharpening that axe, the more dull it's going to get and the harder it's going to be, the more burnt out you're going to get, all this. And so in our own lives, we have to make sure that we're sharpening our axe, which is our spirit, right? And our testimony and our faith in Jesus Christ. and We've heard Nelson, Elder or President Nelson, counsel, counsel us to make time for the Lord, and I think that's what that is. And I think I found the best time in my life to do that is wake up early and and study and sharpen the axe. Don't do it midday. I mean, you can. I know everyone has different situations, but I think it's really effective to do it in the morning because, especially if you don't have a lot going on, because it really grounds you. And it sharpens you so that you can go about your day with more efficiency um, and just confidence. 
Um, I love this quote. I, I read this studying uh, a few days ago. It's by M. Russell Ballard, and he says, The stunning reality, my dear brothers and sisters, is that you control how close you are to the Lord. We control how sharp our axis, and that's going to determine much of how our life goes. Um, so read your scriptures and pray. And I think that's something I'm working on right now is prayer. And it's really hard because I just zone out all the time. Um, but I've started writing things down and just really trying to express my gratitude to the Savior, express where I feel like I need to change, and then petitioning God and, and Jesus to help me in places that I'm falling short. Um, anyway, so that's that's rule number one. Um, rule number two to being a successful lumberjack is chop for others first. So as soon as that axe is sharp, go out there, and before you do any of your own work and own chopping, go and help your buddies chop. Help your buddies chop their, down their trees for however long. Just to, It doesn't have to be super long, but make sure that you put them first. Um, and I think the benefit of that is, first of all, you gain loyalty from your buddies, but you also feel better about yourself and you feel more energized and you've talked to someone and you're feeling good. And so you can go down and, and when you have to do your work, you can chop faster. You'll just feel better about yourself. You'll have more energy. I just said that twice. Anyway, chop for others first. And um, I think something that I thought when I was thinking about this rule is why not chop for them when you're done? Why not do your work as fast as you can and then chop for them? And um, I actually have a story. Um, I've, I've been reading this book called The Richest Man in Babylon. And it says, it talks about like just how to be financially uh, sound and how to save money and become wealthy. And it's told in a parable. But um, the, one of the principles is that if you don't set aside money first, you will never have like any leftover at the end. Like before you do all your expenses and everything, like put down your money first and then save it and invest it. And then you'll find a way to make ends meet. Um, and the interesting thing about this is if you do set aside this money first, you typically have enough for your expenses and you end up hardly noticing the difference. But but what happens is your wealth starts growing. And so you're not trapped in this cycle of, oh, this is how much time I have. I'm going to use all my time to do all my stuff. I didn't finish it. The next day I'll serve or the next day I'll chop for my friends. But I always have to do my own work. So you're just trapped in this cycle and you never grow spiritually. Um, and in our lives, it's exact same. as is we have to make sure that we set aside time to serve first. And um, I understand that some people have jobs that they have to get up and like go to right away. But I think what I mean by that is the first time you have any free time to do some of your stuff, serve first. So if you wake up and you have to go to a job at like six in the morning, get up, go to the job and then come home and then sharpen your saw and then serve. So it doesn't have to be like early in the morning, but before you do anything else, um, just like all your lists of things that have to get done, make sure that your, sh your saw is sharp and that you've helped others. Um, and I think the reality is 
not only does it help us become more happy and more confident and whatever, but when we trust in God like that and we put our faith in him and we serve others first, we have to trust that God's going to invest in us. And I think that's true, whether it's just our ability to get things done faster, to be smarter, just more intelligent throughout the day, make better decisions, or just things working out like over the long term, like opportunities popping up, right? Like if we get in the habit of doing those things and, and shopping for others first, what or how big or small it is, every day before we do our random list of stuff, our lives will start getting a lot better. And I've, I, this is the biggest thing that I've seen. Rule number two has been the biggest change in my life. As I've had nothing to do, really, I've noticed that when I put others first, and I don't always do this, don't ask my mom, but I'll talk about it because <laughs> I'm a hypocrite. No, I'm just kidding. But um, as I put others first, then when I go and I study and plan my future and whatever, and read, I'm just more alert and I'm more, and then I find that opportunities to more opportunities to serve and just different opportunities go better in my life. So that's rule number two, chop for others first. And then rule number three is clean your acts every night. Um, and I think that's for a few reasons. If you're a lumberjack and you chop all day and you get to this point where you serve for others first, you're, you chop for others first, you're getting ready to go to bed and you're like, man, I really went hard today. This is great. And then you go to bed. There's going to be this, almost this, and I felt this in my own life, almost this missing sense of like, the day's not quite complete. Like I did a good day, but I would feel so much better if I just completed the day. And, um, and then the other problem with that is Imagine you, you chop all day and you're, it's wet and your, your axe starts to get a little rusty. So it starts to deteriorate. Um, it starts to get dirty and the edges isn't as sharp, whatever. Then think about when you wake up in the morning. You just are like in full dread mode. Like, oh my gosh, I don't want to get up and clean the axe. So you do one of two things. You get up and clean it and it's painful. It's a painful start. And then you have to sharpen the ax and it's just a, just a slow start to your day and you don't feel good about it. Or you don't do it and then it starts building and you start deteriorating. You start to burn out. You start to not be as strong and, and whatever. And I think that that's what happens in our own lives is that when we forget or fail to kneel down and repent and ask for forgiveness and ask for strength and ask for God to consecrate everything we did that day for our, our good. I think there's this sense of like incompleteness. Is that a word? In just feeling of incomplete being incomplete. And, um, or I guess in my life, this is a perfect example of how it feels. Sometimes I will do my laundry during the day. My mom hates this by the way. But I'll do my laundry during the day and I'll put away like one load because I usually do two loads. And then at night it's kind of late and I do have a, another load. And so I'll just like leave it in the bin and I wake up and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to do this. And so I'll either put it off forever and they get all wrinkly and whatever, or I have to like start my day like that. And it's like just not a smooth start. And so it just takes away from the momentum 
And so I think if you can clean your axe every night, you continue the upward spiral. If not, you just stall it, stall it out. Um, and so I, I guess what that means is just repent every day and, and not for, because we made some terrible sin or because God will curse us, but just to evaluate how we did and just to see our accomplishments and feel the Lord's love for us. And, um, and I don't know. I guess I would just emphasize that this repentance is for us. I mean, we do it because we love Christ, but Christ wants us to repent for us. It's not for anyone else. Cleaning your saws can be looked as a chore, like your mom making you put away your laundry. That's a chore, but she's doing it for you. So you don't have to do it later. You know, that's why she says, make sure you do it before you go to bed. Even though I don't a lot of times it's like, you're going to wake up and you're going to feel so much better. It's, it's not like she cares if the laundry sits in my room. She just wants it, me to feel good and, and develop good habits. And so, yeah, that's the last rule. Clean your axe every night. Um, and, and I just promise I've seen this, like just the past few days, I've been really, really working on this. Um, that, my life is totally starting to feel different and I'm just starting to like really want to serve more. I want to read more. I want to study my scriptures and pray more and I want to repent more and I have more confidence and my ability to articulate how I feel is better. Um, I want to be around people more. I want to have better relationships. My relationships have improved. I, Really, really, and this is going to sound weird, feel smarter when I read. I understand things better and I make more connections. And I think that's just the spirit. Well, it is the spirit. And, um, and yeah, and I promise you guys that if you guys do this, if you follow the three rules to being a successful lumberjack, that you will, your productivity and everything about your life will increase and the Lord will invest in you tenfold what you're investing. Um, and anyway, guys, nice short episode. Hopefully it can hang on to your attention span, but, um, if you made it this far, congratulations. Um, yeah, but guys email us. If you, if you like this episode or whatever episode, let us know which ones you like. We're trying to kind of find out what, what ones are the best and what, what we need to make more content or what content we need to focus on more. So uh, anyway, guys, have a great week and we'll see you next time.